The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer on a football Friday. Man, big game of the weekend in college football in the state. Michigan State at Washington. Matt Charbonneau follows the Spartans for the Detroit News. He's standing by on the Meyer guest sign. And, Matt, my theme this week has been that this game has the feel of Michigan State at Miami last year where we didn't know what type of year it was going to be or team, but we got a pretty good gauge in Miami, South Beach last year, and I wonder what will happen tomorrow night in Seattle. Yeah, huge. I think you're right in terms of the level of the game. The interesting thing is the uh, the uh, environment. I guess <laughs> the weather is substantially different. Obviously, being in the Pacific Northwest uh, as opposed to Miami. But yeah, I think that the, the what this game means for Michigan State and Washington to an extent too. Um, I think it's very similar because you know you play a couple games, a couple teams that aren't that great in Akron and. Western Michigan, and this is the game that's really going to kind of tell you more about this team and where the season might go. So um, I think it's big for both teams, and we're going to get a lot of answers of, of what's real with this team by tomorrow night. Why do you like Michigan State to win in Seattle tomorrow, and what's your biggest concern about this team flying back to East Lansing with their first loss of the season? Yeah, I mean, I, to me, I love the way they're running the ball. I mean, obviously – you know, last year you had Kenneth Walker. You know, that was more your bell cow type runner who got all the carries. But I, I really like what Berger and Broussard have done. They're nice, they complement each other pretty well. I think the offensive line has played has played decent. Obviously, you're worried a little bit about Peyton Thorne. I, I, I'm not long term worried about Peyton Thorne. I think he's going to be okay tomorrow night. Um, but then when you throw in the way the defense has been playing, getting after the quarterback, a lot more athletic than we've seen the last couple of years. Those are all reasons I think Michigan State can win this game. I think they're a better team than Washington. What you got to worry about, I think, is this atmosphere here. It's a loud stadium to play in. Obviously, Washington's feeling good about themselves after two wins. So um, it's not easy to come out on the West Coast and get a win like this. But uh, so, so there's certainly concern there. But I, I think the way Michigan State's playing, I think they're a little bit better. And if they continue to play the way, run the ball the way they are, I think they'll be in good shape. Uh, Jaden Reed, you hearing anything? I know Mel Tucker really, you know, from the Saban school of keeping everything inside yeah. that locker room, we're, we're hearing nothing. Yeah, I mean, they're more tight-lipped than, I mean, even D'Antonio you'd get more information out of. So um, my gut tells me that we're probably going to see Jaden Reed out here. We'll get a better idea certainly early tomorrow whether he's here and going to play, but um, you know, he was out on the sidelines in the second half against Akron, kind of hanging out. It wasn't – I don't think it's a big major injury, something that's going to linger. So my, my guess is we'll see him tomorrow night, but I certainly don't know that for sure. So that, that'll, be, that'll be something we're watching that hour or so before kickoff. What's your prediction on tomorrow? I, 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 just, I, I just think Michigan State's a better team. I know it's a tough environment to come into. Uh, Michael Penix has sure, certainly had his success against Michigan State, but those teams are a little different. Um, I like Michigan State in a close one. I think they're going to be able to run the ball, control the ball a little bit. I think I went with 31-27 as, as my prediction. So I, I like Michigan State in a close one here. Matt, enjoy that road trip out to Seattle. Thanks, man. See you. All right, Matt Charbonneau, Detroit News, Michigan State Insider, joining us on the Meyer Guest Side. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics. A couple of notes. Don't forget on Sunday – 11.30 a.m. it ends. It begins at 9.30 a.m. prior to the Lions game. Our huge show, Michigan Sports Network pregame bash for the Lions with DJs 
bands, food, and beverages at Tin Roof, the old Chelly's right across from Comerica, a block away from Ford Field. I'll be there at 9.30 a.m. on Sunday, so make sure you stop out and say hello if you're going down the Lions game. That's Tin Roof, the old Chelly's, a block away from Ford Field. Earlier we had Tom Rosenbach on from Bean Carter. I made my picks against the spread on the college side. The pro football picks are done as part of our Beat Huge contest where you can win that $1,500 in cash from Tom and his team at Bean Garter. Now, the Thursday night game is always a freebie, and you have until Sunday morning to play every week for free at thehugeshow.net. Within 30 minutes, we'll talk Lions and Washington. That game Sunday, 1 p.m. kickoff in Detroit. Lions are holding on to being a favorite right now on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board. They may be an underdog, and a lot of these are going to be game-time decisions on injuries. So Jeff Risden from thelionswire.com will look back at the Eagles' loss. We'll talk about the Lions and Washington and how they can't start this season 0-2. That conversation coming up within 30 minutes. And remember, if you miss any interview, any hour, any full show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. And if you want to get a week two recap and a week three look ahead for Michigan, Michigan State, and ND, Case Conley has his latest columns up at thehugeshow.net. They're free, and you can check them out now or anytime tonight or tomorrow before the games at thehugeshow.net. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. If you're planning a trip to Las Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager with BetMGM, sign up with BetMGM or log in today and take advantage of the BetMGM Rewards. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Coming right at you. The excitement you've been waiting for. Eagle Casino and Sports. The mobile casino made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Play slots and table games with live dealers at one exciting site. PlayEagle.com. Sign up today and get a match deposit up to $1,500. That's right, up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Go to PlayEagle.com and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. Have you experienced Grand Rapids lately? 
The city is vibrant, growing, and offers up so much when it comes to entertainment, including two fantastic concert destinations, Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. Just Google Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. You can get a list of the current shows with tickets on sale. Also, DeVos Place is the go-to show and convention destination on the west side of the state. And if you want to experience GR, go to experiencegr.com and plan your getaway to Grand Rapids and West Michigan. And speaking of West Michigan, I do want to salute the West Michigan Sports Commission for their journey on bringing Grand Rapids major sporting events and building a brand that's big not only on the west side of the state, in the state of Michigan, but across America. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com. The Michigan Insider is standing by on the Meyer guest sign. Michigan football, UConn game, really final preseason game before they get uh, to the Big Ten. Uh, what can we expect Saturday at the Big House? Uh, how much of JJ? How much of Kate? Yeah, JJ's going to start and he'll play quite a bit. They want to get him ready for the Maryland game. It's clear they have a, a number one starter now, and and they do want to get Cade McNamara's confidence back as well. You, you know, you'd like to have two good quarterbacks, and they won a Big Ten championship with McNamara last year. I know that there are people who say, "Oh, they did it in spite of them," which is ridiculous. But you know what? You you want to have more than one guy. So, but more than anything, you want to get your starter who has the potential to be special, as we've seen more reps and and get him more looks against more defenses. And you're going to see. A better test, even though UConn's terrible. At least they're well coached, and they've got Jim Mora Jr. over there on that sideline. So they're going to—he's going to see some schemes that really are going to test him a little bit more. So you want to get him experienced, and you want to see how they hold up against a team that wants to run the ball. This is a team that they had a running back that ran for 190 yards against Utah State. That was a good game earlier on in the year against a Utah State team that was ranked at the time. And they were uh, on the road. So I think you're going to see them try to run right at them. That's going to be a good test for the Michigan run stoppers up front. I think it's one that they're going to be up to the task because UConn just can't throw the ball. So it'll be it'll be another lopsided affair, part of the worst non-conference schedule I can remember in Ann Arbor, Bill. But then it gets real against Maryland and Iowa in the next two weeks. How much of the Michigan playbook offensively, defensively, even special teams have they just sat on waiting for the Big Ten knowing they had three dog teams to start the season? Yeah, they're not going to show everything. You know, it's the basics. You see five, six running plays, and of course, when when they're working, like we saw against Ohio State last year, you know what? You can run the same ones over and over again if the offensive line is blocking well, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. So you'll see them open things up more. And uh, you know, the big test to me, and I get that Iowa's offense is awful, but that defense of theirs is good, and that's going to be where we really find out what you got under center here. A kid in JJ McCarthy going into a hostile environment, playing against a defense that wants to turn you over. They're going to try to bait him into turning him over. So uh, can Michigan move the ball down there and, and be successful in that environment? That's what's really going to tell me. And then for the defense, it's really Maryland, right? Uh, when you've got uh, a an offense that can throw the ball like that. Michigan has not been tested defensively yet. We, you know, we 
seen some really good things. I don't think the defense has given up a point yet in, in the first halves of games. They haven't. Uh, and I think that first team defense hasn't given up a point all year. But again, the tests are going to get bigger and Maryland's going to be a, a little bit of a challenge in that respect. So it'll be good to see them playing against the team with athletes. We're not going to see it again this week, but really the main thing this weekend, Bill, is stay healthy and, and get out of there without any injuries and, and move on to Big Ten play. Uh, beyond Kate and JJ and their playing time against UConn, what other areas do you think Harbaugh and his assistants are attacking where they want preparation Saturday against UConn to get them ready for Maryland and Iowa? Yeah, better pass blocking, number one. Those guys have been a little bit disappointing and leaky in the first couple games. Right tackle has been an issue with Trente Jones. He's got to be better. Uh, even some of their studs, Ryan Hayes at left tackle, Zach Zinter at right guard, have let their guard down a little bit, and that can't happen against the better teams on the schedule. So um, that's that's one area that needs to improve. And then what Steve Klinkscale, Michigan's defensive backs coach, said, the other day he said we are contesting some balls but we're not contesting enough he said i watched other teams with good defenses these guys are always around the ball we're letting guys catch the ball too easily before we try to make plays so they want to really shore up their pass defense in that respect so uh, those things and then i think again the run defense they want to make sure that those guys are stuck they're going to be teams like michigan state that try to run right at them try to bully them at the line of scrimmage are they going to be able to hold up we think so they've got a big strong defensive line but I think this this weekend will tell us a little bit more about those guys up front. Chris Ballas with the Wolverines.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us. You can follow everything Michigan football 24-7, in-season, out-of-season, and all University of Michigan athletics. Speaking of the other sports, uh, we're here mid-September. Basketball is getting up and running. Uh, Juwan Howard and his squad, compared to last year, what type of team is he going to have? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I talked to Saudi Washington, Michigan's assistant coach, the other day for a long interview, and they were encouraged by some of the things they saw over in Europe in their their three exhibition games. Uh, really, they've got a, a point guard in Jalen Llewellyn who shot the ball well, and a backup in Doug McDaniel who's going to be really good. He's a Xavier Simpson type, so uh, they've got pieces. Uh, Hunter Dickinson, it's his show, and uh, he can he's proved that he's more of a. a dual threat guy being able to step out and shoot the ball a little bit more now, but it's really going to come down to the, the shooting guard position. Can Kobe Buff can take that next step and the wing can Jet Howard be that kid as a true freshman that scores. He needs some more shooters. So if, and if not, as Phil Martelli said on uh, one of the podcasts I listened to recently, then they, then they're going to have to be a better offensive rebounding team. So those are the things to watch uh, and how they mix and match their lineups. I don't know. I think they'll be playing better by the end of the year. They say, I think they're a tighter team this year, Bill, but there are going to be some question marks early on as they look for some of those guys to fill those spots. What's your prediction on UConn-Michigan? I said 59 nothing on my huge predictions on the show Facebook and Twitter page. Uh, Michigan, again, I think it's up to 49. I can't believe uh, how much they've been favored by on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board, Michigan, and in these last two games. You're talking probably be over 50 again by the time you get to game time. Yeah, I remember we were talking, and I said, I wouldn't touch that, man, that 52, because Jim Harbaugh likes to take the, the foot off the gas against teams like this, and I think he will again. I think they'll have a big halftime lead, and then you're going to see him empty the bench. I had 45 to 10. I think it'll probably be something like 38 to nothing at halftime, and then, then they coast again. So uh, they aren't going to look to run the score up on UConn. I don't think there's any way they're going to do that. So I think it'll be a little closer score-wise, but Michigan will control the game from start to finish and should be a lapper. 
Yeah, what you want to bet on those blowout games is you bet the first half. Yeah. Right. And you know the yeah. start where Michigan was up 42 zip, you, you yep. bet the first half against the dog teams on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. Yeah, exactly. And and everybody who did, everybody who is knowledgeable told me that's what they were going to do and they all won. I was getting texts like crazy saying, yep, that's the way to do it. So Because in the, in the second half, you're going to see guys, you know what, this is the last chance that a lot of these guys are going to have to play this year. Some of these walk-ons and guys like that, and Jim Harbaugh is going to want to play them. And again, he's not going to want to run the score up on them. So I would imagine that would probably be the way to go. What are you hearing at Schembechler Hall and on the practice field and in the locker room about J.J. supplanting Cade as a starter from a team perspective. Yeah, they were number one. They were stunned at, at how poorly Cade responded, and you know they were they were talking in the in the building that hey, you know they thought that Cade was going to come out with the the short medium passing game in the first couple games and complete seventy percent of his passes, and then JJ McCarthy is going to be the big play guy. Well, it turned out that Cade wilted under the pressure. It was very clear, really, from his first series against Colorado State that uh, that he was feeling it, and then JJ came in and, and played better than anybody could have expected. You know, we've got to see how he does it again against better defenses. He's had some turnover issues in practice in the past, but how far he came and what he showed in those games, these guys were giddy. Uh, they understand that they've got a special talent here, and if he continues to improve like he has, and like we've always said, this is the guy, right, who has the higher ceiling. He's better physically, and if he put it all together, he was could be one of the better quarterbacks that Michigan's ever seen here. So they've seen signs of that. They love what they've seen from him in terms of his poise and, and just just his joy for the game when he's out there. You can tell that one guy's really enjoying it right now and one guy's really feeling the pressure. So that's where things stand right now. Chris, appreciate the update. Enjoy the game. We'll talk Monday and look back on it. Sounds great, brother. Thank you. All right, Chris Ballas joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. Huge show is back live across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong. Weekday afternoons, 3 until 6. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Last Sunday, we had our huge Michigan Sports Network pregame party at Tin Roof, which is a block from Ford Field, the old Chelly's, your game day destination in downtown Detroit. Huge crowd. Man, everybody was ready for the start of the NFL season. Lions lost a tough one. We'll be there uh, for all home games for the pregame party at Tin Roof in downtown Detroit. I think Brittany from the Tin Roof crew is standing by. We'll get an update on what to expect coming up Sunday when the Washington Commanders are in town. How you doing, Brittany? I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, that place was rocking on Sunday morning. It was amazing. Uh, yes, it's always crazy. Definitely for the Lions home opener, but I mean, honestly... Every game is crazy down here. Yeah, and, and this weekend, my producer, Superfly Hayes, is going to the Tigers game on Saturday night, Lions game on Sunday afternoon. So a lot of people are doing that double dip, make plans for it so they can go to Tin Roof on Saturday, watch some of the college football games on TV, hang out, go over to the Tigers, or just hang out and watch Michigan State on the TVs Saturday night. And then the pregame party uh, before the Lions on Sunday. So it'll be a huge weekend at Tin Roof. Yes, it will. Uh, for people who have never been to Tin Roof, Brittany, I know you've been on the show a couple times during our live broadcast. 
back when the Tigers were beginning their baseball season. Describe the Tin Roof experience. Um, well, we are a um, live music joint, so we've got live music every single day. Um, we've got three levels, a rooftop and a giant patio to the side of us. Um, we've got different specials running every day. We've got different kinds of music, karaoke on Tuesdays, doing piano on Wednesdays, and the list goes on and on. So uh, just uh, Google Tin Roof Detroit. Uh, if you're going down to any Tigers game the rest of the season, any Lions home game, uh, join the huge show in the Michigan Sports Network over at Tin Roof, the old Chelly's. Just behind Comerica, right across the street, block from Ford Field. Brittany, uh, I appreciate everything you guys do there at Tin Roof, and I'll see you Sunday morning. Sounds great. We'll see you then. All right, Brittany joining us uh, from Tin Roof in downtown Detroit.